Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the throne with J.C. Rivas, and today is a very special day because we have a guest that's not from Unoya today. Uh, so what we're going to be doing today is introducing someone uh, who I'm pretty close with in the scene right now, Ralph from Eras One, the lead singer of one of the sickest bands right now. Ralph, welcome to the throne. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> dude. Uh, it, it, just for the record, I just want the record to state that my name is actually Raphael. Right. But right. Ralph is more brutal. Uh, I think I just call right. you Ralph, man. No, I, I think people should. I just right. want it because, you know, maybe somebody tries to look me up and I'm not Ralph on that's Facebook. That's true. You know, yeah. you want to know me personally, you know, that's. That is very nobody, true. Nobody cares. <laughs> no, a lot of people care. That's the thing, man. Um, you're in a very popular, sick ass band in the Miami scene right now. And the first time I saw you guys was actually in uh, Club Haze down in Homestead for a Miami Metal Festival or some shit like that. It was for DJ Oski. It was like in December, dude, like 2016. I remember, I remember playing there. Playing, it was, was it empty Hayes? as fuck. Or was it Grand Central? No, 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 no it was Hayes? Club Haze, dude. I still have the poster in my All room. Right. If you say so. It was Club Haze. Uh, I and I know playing. because uh, I got lit outside right before your set, dude. Nice. Oh, that's probably why you enjoyed it so much. Yeah, no, it was awesome, dude. It was a sick set, but it was empty as shit. There was this one guy yeah. that I'm sure you'll remember, dude, because he's actually been to a couple gigs, and maybe my producer Malik can back me up here. But this black dude, uh, whatever, dude, he's 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 an old black dude. He's like in his 40s, dressed very nicely. Like I'm talking about tucked in polo, belt, khakis, fucking like dressed nicely, dude. With and he just he video recorded like every single band. And yeah, like, I've seen him sure at multiple festivals. About. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen him in a while. Yeah, but he was usually he used to be at Oski shows all the time. That's what I'm saying, very dude. Tall, he stood out a lot. He was pretty tall, dude. Um, but he would record a bunch of stuff. But I remember that guy being there. That was the first time I saw that guy, and I started seeing him pop up everywhere. I was like, shit, man, this guy really likes metal, like for <laughs> real, dude. But let me ask you, man. Uh, you've been with Ears One for how long? We started in, um, oh, it's going to be four years uh, sometime in the next few months. Um, four years? Yeah, we started in 2014. <clears throat> in the beginning of 2014, I think our first practice was probably sometime around between March and May. Uh, wow. I had no, I had met Lewis, you know, maybe like, so then like 2011, something like that on Craigslist. I, me and my previous band, Inherit Mayhem, was like... But whatever that was done, I was like, "Oh man, I want to play some metal," you know, and um, you know, I just posted something. I was like, "Well, you know, I want to play something like Trivium and Machine Head and Pantera and like all these bands just put together into one fucking," you know. And but instead of putting the post up, I started looking, and then I saw somebody who posted essentially like what I was gonna post. So I hit him up, and then whatever we talked, we jammed out and. I personally don't think it was really clicking as far as like musically, but then again, I was in like a little efficiency. I wasn't really trying to be too noisy. Like I wasn't really like feeling the creative aspect of it, you know. And then right, right, right. Um, he met. He found a couple guys, uh, drummer and a bassist, up in Hollywood or somewhere. He found Joe. And no, this is okay. Way pre back. This Joe. is like twenty. Yeah, this pre years one. This is oh, twenty eleven. This okay. twenty eleven. Okay, so okay, that we. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely taking a picture right now. Yeah, yeah. So I was playing, you know, I was playing, still playing guitar at the time, mainly, um, and I had just started doing vocals for that uh, Inherit Mayhem. That was my previous band, Um, but that went to shit. That didn't work out. So, um, whatever, we jammed out. 
uh, he knew these two guys. We practiced with them. It was kind of cool, but it seems like they just they each wanted to do their own thing. It didn't really work out. So whatever. Right. I didn't hear from Lou <laughs> for for a couple of years. He years? Randomly, yeah, a couple of years. Like we just wow. like was like okay, whatever. We'll find somebody, and then you know whatever. We had things to do. He hit me up randomly like two years later. He's like, yeah, I found the bassist. I have this friend who's in another band, whatever. Like, All right, cool. So we just need a drummer and a, a probably a second guitarist at least, you know? So let me ask, um, when you and Lou were jamming out, were he was he playing and you were singing or you were playing no, guitar? No, no, we were both playing him? guitar at the time. Okay. Like I was just, we were just, you know, hitting random things. He had some stuff. I had some stuff, but. So at the time it was you and Lou both playing guitar? Yeah, but we were in a band. We were just hanging out, like trying to see if we can get something. So you wanted to be the singer for the band, though. At the time, I mean, I was just looking to either play guitar and sing, or just sing. You know, I was trying to move away from a guitar that when I, but it wasn't really like anything serious. Okay, uh, I just wanted to ask. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Serious. I mean, it, but originally I was a guitar player. That's, that's like where I started. That's crazy. So uh, who was the bassist that you ended up finding, or well, Charles? Ended up finding? It was Charles. Yeah, he knew he'd been with Charles and like a couple of other bands. It, I don't know, he for years, so I guess he finally was like, oh, whatever, this guy, but we still need a drummer. A couple of years pass, or like a year passes, and then he hits you, he's like, hey, dude, I found the drummer, and I'm like, no way, it's been like five years. That's amazing. It was like three years. Um, Holy shit. I think it was like in 2014, and he's like, oh, you know, he doesn't really play metal, like he wants, wants to start playing metal, but whatever. So I'm like, yeah, I'm down, I'm always down, man, I was down for some cool, for some cool shit. Of course. We jammed out. We were like, all right, let's start with a couple covers like everyone does, you know. We like, learned how late to rest and um, something else. I don't uh, Oh, I think it was Children of Bodom. I think. Okay. Um, and I love them. I haven't right listened to them in a while. They're badass. Um, uh, no, yeah. I haven't seen them live. Have you seen them live? No, I've never seen them live. Are I've they still live. I don't think, I don't really think I care for watching them live. Like, I'm sure they'll be cool and all, but it's not like, I'd rather spend my money and watch somebody more entertaining. Oh, okay. You know, well, that's an interesting. I just way think, to put that, it. like, I think they're good. It's like Megadeth <laughs> to me. Like, I think they're good, but I don't think I'd like. I went. I see them. I seen them live, but they're not to me a live band. Like, they're cool and all, but right now I feel like you need more pizzazz, pizzazz, or whatever. You just need to be be more attractive on stage. Like, I mean, I can hear your music for free all the time, and watching somebody play is great and all, but if they don't have that, oh. Gravitas. That's not the right word. I don't Stage know. Stage you know? presence. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a command. It's a type of commanding. You know, like you see, like you know, like leaders of the world. You know, or you look at somebody like you see. I see James Hetfield, bro. When I saw him play from in Tampa from two, two second to last row all the way up top, and like I felt it, man. Like this guy was, bro. No, I know. Awesome, I've seen Metallica bro. play a it few was times. Great, you know, they were amazing both times far away and somebody imagine like in Russia when they had all the like a million people whatever there's people with like a half a mile away like I don't know and you're there yeah, and you're yeah. feeling what that guy's putting out bro that's what I want so that's what, what I strive for but back to I just want to go back cause I want to go back to the, 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 story. the story too yeah that's Here's awesome one. we just jammed found out. Charles and we you jammed out with Charles and Joe right yeah we were like alright so we went to Charles's house uh, in Opalaka, nobody care about us playing, which is great. And it's the best, dude. We jammed out, and it was awesome. We're like, all right, let's kind of let's play around with something. Play around with a song. Uh, at the time, uh, Hitler's Reward, which we have on the EP, is like a yeah, the digital you know? like uh, the bonus track, right? Yeah, bonus track. You know, it's 
Hey man, I take the EP. No, no, you know, like I think, thanks, but like I, it was just something I wanted to give people more for what they're paying. I mean, you're paying five dollars for four songs. It's kind of like, eh, you know. So like, we'll right, put a fifth right. song in there. I mean, it's not produced or recorded, you know, like digitally or anything. It was done on on tape, like on like super old school equipment. Like I thought the process was great, but like the guy had never done metal either too, and we weren't right. really organized. We didn't record to a click. Like it was a mess. But so, whatever, man, it was fun. Some of the best shit's been recorded Bro, not to a click, you know, man. I, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that you need it, but I'm just saying like it was not what we needed to get an EP going, you know? I hear you. But it was fine. It was cool. We were all helping each other out. Um, so you guys started jamming as a band in 2014? Yeah. Okay. Like around, probably either between now, like between March and like What was the first May. song you guys wrote? Uh, Hitter's Reward. Oh, okay. And then uh, we, our second practice or third practice, we practiced at the, my dad's house at the time I, when I was living in Weston for like for a few months. Weston's far uh, as fuck. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it was a big house. It was nice. <clears throat> of uh, course, so we jammed out, dude, and we wrote our second song, Levels, uh, right then and there. Like we wrote the whole song that day. Simple song, you know. That's not on the uh, on the EP. No, we, we it was either that one or Hitler's Reward. But they, I wanted to put Levels on, but they didn't want to because it was not all the clean vocals were not recorded. Okay. I'm like, but whatever. Like, it's a raw, you know, I thought it would have been great, but whatever. Um, that decision was made. So, um, we had that practice. We wrote that song. It was awesome. And we're like, okay, I think this is something we want to do, you know? Like, Fuck yeah, man. Um, the third song we wrote was Shipwrecked, and then Tomorrow's Not For Us. And So, you wrote the lyrics? I wrote, me and Charles used to write the lyrics uh, in a way together. There's some songs that I would write completely. I don't want to, like, I might say that I wrote, like, an entire song completely, but I might mess up, and maybe Charles took part of that. I mean, he did take part in a lot of stuff, like, Tomorrow's Not For Us. Like, mainly those are his lyrics, you know, and they're edited and stuff by me. Like, essentially, I would always have the final say as to what goes on, on like the, the actual, actual song. You yeah. Know? You know, so... Yeah, you're the singer, though. Yeah, I mean, it's my shit, you know? Like, I, and, I mean, and he was fine with that. And he, I mean, the melodic... Singing was a lot, most of, it was all him. It was all him. All the melodic part, all those melodies, like the vocal melodies are all Charles. Like he wrote the way the melodies were yeah, flow? Yeah, all the time. And like what I would do sometimes, we would practice, and that's part of uh, our process and my process. I think it's, I I, I enjoy it. Um, we practice like, the, we'll practice a song and then I'll just, you know, we record it like on the phone, whatever. But I'll just randomly, if I don't have lyrics or patterns or anything, I'll just play around with stuff while we're playing it and then I listen back to it. And I can create stuff from that, you know, as far as That's like sick. patterns, rhythm and stuff. And, you know, I'll just put lyrics to it. And most of the time it worked out. And that's like Charles would just start like doing, you know, or he'll say things. I wouldn't even be able to hear him at the time because the practice studio that we practiced that before is technically the same studio now. They're owned by different people and they renovated the whole place. Oh, uh, Music Turista. It's awesome. I, yeah, I just yeah. saw that on Instagram, yeah. actually. And they used to be, it used to be called uh, South Florida Rehearsal Studios, but it went downhill real quick. Um... Why? I don't know why. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing like mishandling of money and then like just a general not caring of, of the place. I think they just knew they couldn't pay the rent or something. I don't know. Right, but right. But it used to be really good. And then all of a sudden, little by little, they started double booking us. They wouldn't book us. Like it was, you know, which like show up. They were like, no, you, you and another book. band at the same time? Yeah, or not booking us at all. Like we called, be like, okay, they're right, 9 to 11. And we should have like, no, you don't have a room where everything's filled up. And I'm like, what the f-? You know, it was, it was messed up. One time we get, we got them to give us the big big room in the back for a very very good discounted price because they messed up so but anyway um, 
so yeah, the lyrics that Charles co-written by you and Charles exactly. Okay. You know, and but at the end of the day, a lot of it was. I mean, I feel I'm pretty sure Shipwork was. Yeah, Shipwork was uh, all me. Um, like I would say, like 90% were you inspired by the movie Jaws or what? Dude? No. <laughs> what what the, the intro I, the, the clip, intro came you know up in I mean? conversation like I think it just came up in conversation and I'm pretty sure it was Lou who brought it up he was like I'm pretty sure he went like you fucking Jaws whatever I don't know I might be I might be complete I might be full of shit I might have so I want to know man is the is EP a concept album yes. like is it all about because I know the music video the the way you explained it. Uh, is it all about Vikings and shit? Like, all top to bottom, the EP? So, it's not Vikings, really. I mean, okay, Tomorrow's Not For Us was written as a Viking theme. Okay. But the... It's badass, by the way. Badass. Thanks, bro. And well, again, a lot of the, most of that was Charles, you know? Like, I feel I did most of the verses. He did the choruses, you know? And um, obviously, I edited some of the stuff to make it more my style. And um, and Lewis won't... won't, won't uh, he'll ask him about this on Saturday. He's going to... He's gonna. Alright, you gonna uh, take some notes. He's I'll, gonna be I'll make full sure of it. to write down a He's note. He's gonna be full of it. He's gonna say, yeah, well, ask him about tomorrow's not for us. Gonna, and the riff, the intro, the da, 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 <laughs> And then I'm gonna show you a song that I wrote. I think I'm pretty sure I have it recorded somewhere online. That I played at practice. Like, hey, we should use this, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden, Lou wrote that song. And then when I brought it up, he's like, no, man, I, what the fuck were you talking about? Not like that. I don't remember how that conversation. So was you're saying that you wrote the riff for tomorrow. I'm not saying for us. that tomorrow's not for us. Intro riff is inspired by a riff that I saw wrote for my song for my previous band. Uh, but it was. But he's like saying a, that he wrote it. It one in one conversation. I mean, he might not recall it. I don't. But I just remember. Maybe when he listens to this. Oh you know? well, he won't. Oh well, no. Yeah, this will come out the. No, it won't. I don't care. Whatever no, it won't. Is, he won't just hear ask it. Him about it. Just he ask won't him about hear it. it. I will ask him. And then about it. it will appear on the show. This you don't have to tell him hilarious. anything. You don't have to tell him that I said anything. <laughs> I want him to like listen to it on the show. No, I know, I know. It'll this be, is gonna be great. I actually, I legit wrote down a note. I'm Good. going to ask him. That's, that's nice fucking hilarious. I can't wait to see what the fuck this bitch says. No, I love it. And I mean, that's my, you know. And I mean, you know what? I'll listen to it. And then I'll be like, and then I'll, because I haven't thought about this in a that'll while. That would be funny, dude. If you guys now, come yeah. out of each other's rooms at the crib listening to each other's podcast, <laughs> like, so yo, what the fuck, man? What is, what is this? Nah, bro. I mean, that's that's how I remember. I could be wrong. That, but I don't think I am. Sometimes people like to cherry I'll let you memories, be the judge, bro. bro. I'll let you be the judge. And I'll, I'll find it. I'll how find it. How am I going to time travel back in time to no, who I'll, originally I'll find wrote you, the riff? I'll find you and I'll tell you the riff. And I'll show you the riff. And then. Oh, it's out on YouTube? I'm pretty sure. I have to find it, though. But I Man, will find it. I mean, it. we're not going to pull it. We might no, not right now. Like, I'll right send now. it to you later. Like, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. can listen to it on Yeah, you. that'll be off the air, folks. All right? That's a, that's uh, private shit. All right? It goes on off the air. All right? Not everything. You don't need to hear everything. <laughs> I think I found it. No, oh, shit. <laughs> so your old band, you actually had material out? Nah. It was, okay, so that band was just like, kind of like, we were, we were in high school, you know, and we broke up because uh, the guitar is just like up and quit. The day of the show, or the night, the night before show, and I was like, "Hey, you playing this show?" And he was like, "Nope." I'm like, "Like not playing?" Like, "Oh, you ready for tomorrow?" Like, "No." I'm like, "Whatever, bye." <laughs> I was not having any of it, so right. Um, but then I kind, I kind of wanted to keep it going, so like me and the old bassist kind of hooked up. I met a guitarist at FIU, and turns out my cousin Brian was playing drums, the drummer for you're saying, um, Playground. You're saying you hooked up with your bassist? Huh? Come on, man. You <laughs> <laughs> hooked up. No, man, but. Uh, I want. I I did uh, forget. When was the first gig that you played as Eras One? September ninth. Oh. No, sorry, September eighth, uh, two thousand fourteen. Fourteen. So that same year. So within three months, you guys were gigging out. 
Like what, when well, you... let's see. Let me try. Let me try Think about that, real quick. Dude. So That's we played nuts. that show. That was the first show at Anonymous Guitar, and I'm sure not too oh, long wow. after. Yeah, I never got a chance to play there. It was a cool place, but like, in my opinion, bro, those guys did not care about metal. Like we played a show. Later on, they scheduled us on a show for a touring band called Final Drive, which are, they're like awesome, like southern southern metal. Okay, and they've been gigging, bro, for years. Um, and you know, they're a touring band, and they brought you know like another band with them, and it was supposed to be us and another band. The other band dropped. They didn't promote the show at all. They didn't even want the show to happen. Apparently, they had contacted Final Drive and told them, "Hey, we don't want to put this show on." And they're like, "Fuck that, we're coming down. Like we're already like here, like the day before or some shit that week. I don't know." And they didn't promote the show. They barely, you know, there was literally no one there. It was just us and the band and the other band. So we all just watched each other. Wow. And the cool dudes, you know, uh, but it was fucked, you know, like, like, and they had just moved to a new location. And they got kicked out of that location. That was your know, first so. gig? No, no, no. That was oh, like, that was like, like you down know, the that road? was a few, a few months later, like way month, way later. Damn. Um, so what was the first gig at Anonymous? You just opened for? It was, it was a, what was it called? It was a. Miss Kana, I don't know. It was it was like a ska horror. It was a weird mixed genre show, right? Like we did not belong there. I don't know how. I'm pretty oh. sure that was Charles is doing booking that show, but um, better than nothing, I guess. Yeah, we you, you gotta start somewhere, you know. Yeah, yeah, at least they won't know if you're fucking up. They yeah. don't know what metal sounds exactly. like. Exactly. So, <laughs> and it was cool. I mean, it was all right. You know, it was a bunch of ska bands. So like, it was weird. Right? Yeah. Um, we I mean, played I a couple like shows there. You play a show with this band, this touring punk band, the Maxis or something like that. I, I feel like I've heard of them, but that just sounds like a generic punk name. Well, they so are generic. I probably like haven't Irish. heard of them. Like, like Irish band or something. Did you they have fun, fun that first gig, though? They were great. Yeah, we had fun. It was cool. Was, was that your first time? No, that wasn't your first no, gig, No, right? man. My first... I had a couple... I only played like three gigs, be- three or four gigs before that ever. Uh, one of them was at Revolution with my old band, but it was a... You played at Revolution, yeah. dude? It was awesome. That's badass, dude. That's you, so you played up to like a big ass crowd. Yeah, of people, I mean, man. It, I mean, my memory might be failing me, bro. I mean, it was definitely a lot of people there. Like, it was a lot of people. I mean, there was definitely at least at least two hundred people. Did you, you feel know? like you nailed it? I feel like there might have been more. I'll show you the whole video, but you be the judge. It was. I mean, I was playing guitar and like oh, the vocalist man. that we had, like, was a new vocalist. He didn't remember the words for. He didn't have some lyrics for all the songs. We only played four songs, and then he, I think he had lyrics for two songs, and one of the songs he forgot them. Damn. He just stood there in between verses. Awkwardly, he wouldn't even like headbang. Oh. He was just standing there, like no, the oh. weaving, <laughs> weaving around the microphone, like like getting ready to, you know, no, rap battle. Dude. So let me, let me. Uh, oh, <laughs> so dude, awkward. doing like that. That's... But people liked it, dude. Like, dude, it was. Oh man, it was great, bro. It was, it was great, bro. Like, I had a girlfriend at the time, you know, and like Did you girls guys were win? coming up to us. No, not even. Bro. Oh we shit! Did, like our first show, bro. It was great. It was. You had groupies, bro? No, not groupies, Yeah, groupies coming up to you, bro. It was just whatever. I bet your girl was me mugging you. I dare you. I looked good back then, bro. I was skinnier, you know? I had a full head of hair. Yeah, no, you have a full head of hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something to smack you with from here. uh, (laughs) I was just fucking with you, man. Um, So... (laughs) I mean, I never got to play Anonymous. I know um, before I played uh, with you, Noya, they played Anonymous a couple times. But would you say that uh, more times than not, you had a shitty time at Anonymous? Or what? How many times did you ever play there? Shitty. All I heard was good things about that place. So not I'm surprised. Sh- look, the, no, the venue, look, and they were, they were doing well. Like, I was surprised that they moved because they were doing, like, they built a stage. Yeah. And it had, like, one of those, like, lights with the smoke that comes out, like a riser with, like, smoke and shit. It was great. It was awesome. Damn. It was really cool. No, no, like, the, we had 
two bad experiences there. Um, one that again they didn't really you know it was it was again we played a lot of mixed shows up there. It was weird like they're not like I they didn't feel like they were real shows for us. You know it was more like practice stuff. Okay. Now I think about it, I'm like okay. Yeah. Um, in hindsight. But the first couple of shows were cool. The everything else after that was shitty. Uh, I mean, obviously we were a new band. Like we were fine with that. Like we knew we expected it, but. Um, you know, the shows didn't really start getting good, I would say, until, like, consistently good, probably until last year. Really? Yeah. So, what's your favorite venue to play right now? I don't know, bro. I mean, the, all, I the, venues, all the venues like have the good stuff. Spots, all the venues man. have really good stuff about it. I mean, obviously, yeah, we, you know, if, if it's, it's not like we have played that many venues either, you know. Yeah, um, I know. Then there's also some new stuff that's coming up, but uh, Churchill's, in general, is just fun, you know, like the... That environment is fun yeah. you know like the vibes are usually pretty good and like if, if you get people in there man it's a fucking party bro so. yeah no that's true <laughs> you man know? Churchill's is the one place that you could really get packed up always, man always dude always not always I no, play Churchill's but, no but you could it's shit. just about promoting huh playing Churchill's is empty as garbage dude I've played church. I've played Churchill's empty I, I mean, I like, like I like Churchill's man but when I mean any venue empty is not fun Obviously. it's just such a Especially when you're playing like the floor stage at Churchill's or the backstage. Oh, no, geez. the backstage. You know, don't like even, not to knock. Don't it, even you know? bring that. Because no, I've no. had we've had good shows in the backstage, dude. One time we played the. It was organized by um, I think it's called Twin Snake Booking, which uh, Ra- I've heard uh, the of guy them. from from Loaded Guns. I've heard. Rafael. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he they put on a, a Poke party. It was a weird name, but it was around the time Pokemon <laughs> Go came out. There's video. Actually, there's a really badass video. Of Tomorrow's not for us online. And everybody's like jamming out and, and Luz is wearing like some Pokemon hat or some shit. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, I think I saw a picture a few of years that ago, A couple years ago. And yeah, when Pokemon Go came out. And yeah, man, it was a good show. Like, it was people there. Like, because inside it was some weird shit. Oh, <laughs> Some weird, like, gender bender type thing. Oh. With like weird music and like what? weird images on the screen. Like, it was. Tri- I mean, it was a trip. Don't get me wrong. Walking through there like pretty bust was experience. <laughs> Plenty, you know. Oh but. man, but uh, I, the, the, just the thing, yeah, with the outside stages for a drummer, dude. I mean, for a singer, you don't have to fucking worry about it. But I mean, the fucking stage is slanted, dude. So the the not the time, not the last time we played there, but the time before where you actually saw our set and. Uh, uh, I tried to set up my drums and lit- my bass pedal wasn't working, dude. It was, I had to like tuck yeah, something under the bass drum. Fucking I think that's the second. They used to have a, a shittier stage. Or it was, I think it was. Lower. I played on that shittier but, stage. That was my first gig. Yeah. Was but, their 37th yeah, anniversary? To, uh, they, I don't think they built it right, bro. And they're probably not gonna fix it. And with the rain soon, and stuff, like I think yeah, the grades, dude. like they should just like I think they should just make either something really solid or make something that like I don't know. I think having a smaller a small stage there is not the worst. Cause I don't think you need something that high either, you know. Like I'm sure you can make something smaller that will, like they had it before. I think it's how they had it before was fine, just something better quality. But yeah, yeah, it's still fun to play out there, bro. Like it can if you be. pack it up. If you yeah, pack it up. but if you I would rather up. not. <laughs> if you told me, hey, do you want like you know 10:30 outside or like 8:30 inside? I will probably tell you. So what's your favorite no, place, dog? Come on. I th- I th- right now, like I don't know. Places. I'm sorry, bro. I haven't been trying to dance around this question. I just no, got distracted. No, no, no. Yeah, you're uh, evading the like hard questions, Ralph. The people want to know. I'm beating the fifth, man. No, but <laughs> I mean, I, I yeah. I mean, what? Like, I mean, run me through some venues so I can think think uh, through it. So we got 
<clears throat> we got Churchill's. We got Churchill's. We got O'Malley's. O'Malley's. We got The Gate. The Gate. We got uh, Creepy Tiki. You used to nah, be they're closed down. But they used to be around. Supposedly. They used to be around. Yeah, we can't. Uh, oh, well, that's true. I guess we, we can't count that. We got Club Haze. Uh, we got the Open Stage Club down I've in... Never uh, there. you never been to Brickle, dude? There's a Coral Gable? Oh, whatever. That's I, mean, I always there, see the dude. Open Stage Club in Coral Gable. Dude, been. yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I guess it's considered Coral Gables. Um, is that pretty much it, dude? Uh, the Brass Whoa. Log. You played at the Brass yeah, Log. Yeah, that's Tampa, bro. Oh, well, yeah, this is general, yeah, venues, yeah. Actually, if we're we're extending it like that, I mean... Don't say the revolution, fuck you. No, yeah, no, no, we're not going to play like that, but... I mean, but it probably um, would be the revolution, realistically, right? Yeah, actually, the brass mug is really good. The brass mug... Word? I thought the sound was awesome. Um, The people, like, the bar is dope, you know, and it's got so much space. Like, it's a bar for... Like, it's a venue, more of a venue with a bar and, like, pool tables. Like O'Malley's? Yeah, except yeah, O'Malley's is a little weird, you know. But I, I, I like O'Malley's, O'Malley's a lot, O'Malley's especially my right it almost exclusively when Jeff is doing the sound. He's always doing the sound, though. Not always. Well, always. I don't know. Is, I don't know yeah, when's the last time you guys played there. Well, but... no, anytime that we played there, he's been doing the sound. But maybe they have like no, other that, people he's their sound days. guy. He, he even does stuff he doesn't like. Shout yeah. Out yeah. Jeff. He's, yeah, yeah, for shout real. Out shout out to Jeff at O'Malley's. Jeff Martin, audio engineer. Yeah, for a man, he's a savage. He's dude. dope, man, bro. I've told him, I've told him and at the band then. Every single. If time I had I money, him. if we had, if we were one of two, and we have money, like you know, bring your own sound guy and all that shit. Oh man. I mean, he's, I mean, he won't be cheap, I'm sure, but of if we could, not, I, would, I would. Fuck I would yeah, this. dude, that would be the man That'd right be so there. Much fun. So, Dang. do you have a? It's be the brass mug right now. Yeah. How many times y'all played up there? Once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that place left an impression on you. Yeah, I just it just, it was it, it was just like the vibe of it. I mean, it, it was a really rainy day. Like, it wasn't a lot of people that came out, but it was it was cool, man. It was still a good time. You know, people were seemed pretty fun. Uh, loading but up the, in the, the rain. The way that it was was. I mean, it had been raining on and off. It wasn't raining while we were playing. Oh, know? thank God, that um, sucks. Yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, not while you're playing. It's just for I guess me loading up. If we're Ugh. more locally, O'Malley's, I think is. The spot right yeah, now. Yeah, I really like if O'Malley's. You can, bro, if you can fill it up, bro. Hell yeah, I've never filled that place up. I've got it okay, kind of yeah. like okay, but you guys have opened for some big bands there, right? No, well, Isn't there like a pretty big band that you opened for are you there. Talking about? I don't know, man. We played so many remember. shows. <laughs> <laughs> like I like that's like, it's all documented online, bro. Everybody, you can feel free to look it up. You know, we well, what's your so page? Plug it. Shows, Plug it right bro. now. What's our what? Your Instagram? Oh, on our Facebook. Uh, I think. I don't know. Facebook.com slash Eros1. There you uh, go. Twitter. Dot, no, not Twitter. Because and oh. I, I'm, I'm doing a joke about, about Charles. One time he did an interview for one of the Oski shows on <laughs> Pixels. You can find that online, I'm sure. And he's just like, yeah, he went by himself, I think. Uh, oh. Lucas, I couldn't, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't make it because I usually, you know. Oh. Uh, Facebook.com slash Eras1 uh, uh, Instagram at Eras1 Band uh, River Nation slash whatever and it was just like naming all our social media and I'm like yep that's it so ever since then like I really didn't you know well well, Charles is you know is not here anymore I mean, uh, let's get to that, Sorry. right? So there's right. actually been a couple members of uh, Eras 1 that I've seen come and go. Uh, we got Mo, who was your second guitar player right. for a bit. Uh, and I thought he definitely added a dynamic sound to, to you guys. So when he ended up leaving, uh, I thought it was sick that you guys found a replacement so quick. So let's get to that. How would you guys find your newest members, uh, Lucha and well, Andy? 
So, Craigslist. <laughs> Craigslist. All right. And Lucha on Craigslist, like, dude, surprising. Like, it was, like, it was so funny because he posted like that same week or like a few days before, and like, what what was his ad saying? I don't know. Lewis found it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lewis did took all of that. I wasn't. I wasn't about to get on that level, but um, he found him. I think I think he knew Andy from another band from back in the day too. Okay. Um, and I don't know if he thought of him or whatever, but um, I mean, Mo had been gone for a while. You know, we just didn't really want to. We didn't try to make big announcements because you know it seems it makes it makes us seem unstable as a band. You know, you don't. Right. If you see a band and they're changing all these different members, you know, it doesn't make sense. You know, the whole thing with Mo was really just unfortunate. Um. Yeah. Like shit happens, man. Life happens, and I'm sure we can all relate to that. I mean, you gotta make decisions, you know. 100%. And then it was, I think it was for the better for him, for the best, and then for Charles, all for Charles, it was, I think, life changing. You know, like his life improved tenfold. You know, so, which is great, man. Yeah, I mean, and hey, I'm glad he came down for crypto. Oh man, I was, so he's a private. It was coming. I think only Joe and someone else knew it was coming. And just Joe's awesome, like, oh, come outside, bro. And then Charles is big, gigantic, fucking tall ass. It's just trying to hide under the car. And I'm just like, I can see you. <laughs> like, come on, man. That was, it was fun, man. It was great. Um, yeah, he got to play on stage with you guys yeah. and shit, man. That was a sick show. That was fun, man, except Lewis's guitar playing. Oh, uh, well, you he should was ask drunk. Him, you should... Okay, but have you ever seen us play drunk? Yeah. A bunch of times. A bunch of times. And it, we don't play like that. That's true. I mean, well, we no, fuck up. We fuck up. But like, okay, but he was playing like entire hey, you guys put on a sick segments. Show, Thanks, bro. Exactly. It didn't matter. Show. Like, it, I mean, it mattered a little bit. It's, dude, dude, <laughs> oh, you, you guys killed it, man. It, regardless, well, it helps to have you guys there. I've told you that before. Yeah, you guys, you guys uh, dude, like, Vince and Dave always. Oh, man, just I love putting, it, bro. Oh, man, I love it. They I go ahead, bro. I wish I had Vince and Dave in the crowd for our fucking <laughs> shows, dude. You know what I mean? You, you know, yeah, I tell man, Vince all I, the time, dude. When you're not playing parts on the keyboard, get the fuck out there, dude. Just start shoving people and run back awkward. on stage. You don't got to get hit, yeah. dude. I don't think he cares anyway. That was um that was such a sick gig, man. When did you guys come up with that gimmick of well I don't know if I'm gonna ah, call it okay. a gimmick. Here we go. No no no. So no. it is a gimmick. Okay, it so is a gimmick. It's a stage idea. thing. It didn't just happen, right? Okay, so yeah, that okay. ass. Um, there's been seven cents. You know, you heard it here first, folks. You know seven cents, right? No, I don't. No, I'm kidding. I do, of course. Um, they're like they're a Cuban metal band, and they're they're really they're really dope. Um, hey, it doesn't you know? They're really dope. Um, they're gonna we're gonna play with them. Uh. They're really dope, man. Uh, for real. <laughs> You're gonna play with them March 9th at Churchill's with a bunch of really badass heavy bands. Uh, Clover's coming down from Tampa. Anyway, what were we talking about? We were talking about uh, shit, yo, Brian. What were we talking about? The gimmick. Oh, oh, the gimmick. oh, right. So seven. So we played a show with Sevens as well. We got to know them, and then they had a thing where in their last song, like they're very like crowd, like you know, come on, you know, like fucking. Yeah, yeah. People, let's get this shit, you know, and then and their last song, they would bring people on stage. What band was this? Seven Sins. Seven Sins, gotcha. Like seven sins? Like seven different So they're sins. not a local band? They are a local band. Oh, so they're you a stole Miami. a local band? Oh, wait, hold like... on, bro. Am I not, <laughs> not done with the story? <laughs> I'm just so fucking Joe, with you. I'm just being fucking Joe, you. the way that he is, our drummer, he, mm-hmm. he's like, dude, we need to do that. And I'm like, we're not going to do that, bro. They're already, they're literally doing it right now. Right. <laughs> you know? And he's like, I'm like, bro, if you're really like, you, you need to ask them. You need to talk to them. And he did. And he asked them. He's like, hey, would it be okay if we did this? Like, you know, because we have a song that's, and we did. It was a song that was perfect to have that in. And 
he told them, hey, you know, it would be really, you know, and, and apparently they were like, yeah, dude, go ahead. At least that's what Joe told me. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, and from then on, I mean, obviously when we play with them, we don't do it. No? They do it. Oh, no, they, have they to, do yeah. it. Yeah. Come on. Okay. You know, no, I like, know. it is a gimmick, you know, but I also think it's important. I mean, dude, look, Seven Cents, they, like Frank, their drummer, he helped us out a lot. Like, he, bro, he made, like, a binder for us. For like with like st- steps and things to do like tips and like really bro we learned I learned a lot and That's sick, man. you know and they they do their shit right like if you see them like they're it's it's all, it's are, all are, in the I mean how many likes they have like what's up with their situation well, like are they like an actual touring band well they're not a touring band yet okay but they just got new vocalists this motherfucker gave you a binder you know, dude huh a binder he wrote a novel for you dude give it, it's stage it's a, gimmicks it's not for a dummies binder bro. No, not stage gimmicks, bro. Just things to do as far as, like, <laughs> your band and, like, the band economics and, like, all that, like, you know, like, really important things as that, As opposed you know, to regular economics. Exactly. It's not the same. See, with band, band economics. economics, you lose money. Yeah, <laughs> for real, dude. <laughs> but... Nothing but a minus. But anyway, so that's where we got that from. And, you know, I mean, we, you know, it, it was all legit. And I feel like it's and it's, it's just something that awesome. helps bring it's an awesome people gimmick. with us. Thanks, bro. Yes, but a lot of times it's it's hard to get people love that you'd be surprised. Bullshit. It's so like now like I'm more because especially when a lot of pe- people that we know are there like it's right. easier to get them on there you know right. I push. Yeah, people once on they there see now, a couple people a get up, it's and, easier. And, like, exactly. Loses the crowd but I've dude I've been like all right you know and then nobody and I'm like nah whatever <laughs> we're gonna do this and that's it bro. And you uh, just do it anyway huh? Yeah, I got to fucking, man. You gotta go through man. You know. Yeah, we we're gonna stop the song. Yeah, you don't know pull an Axl yeah, Rose, shit, dude. Bro. Yeah, dude. Because nah. security fucking sucks. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So let me ask, bro. Uh, ask me, bro. Ask this me. is uh, a question that I like to ask a lot of my guests here, which a lot of, by a lot, I mean the two other people I've had. <laughs> 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 what is the best gig that you've ever played your, in your ears one career? <laughs> Don't count the revolution gig with your old band. Fuck you. Uh, no, that wasn't the best gig ever. Gig ever. It really? Was cool, dude? but it wasn't. You know what gig was surprisingly fun? Well, not even a gig, just a what party. What was your best gig? Oh, you want to ask me that? Um, fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. That's easy. That's easy. That's easy. Uh, the Punktalica gig that we did, we have the. We ended it with two covers, and they're they're both on YouTube. It's one long video. Where uh, producer Malik, he like cammed us up with like three different angles, and I had a drum cam and shit. Dave had his own camera. He was walking around the stage and shit, and uh, it was just sick, man. The crowd was like super with it, and uh, we had like an error. Like his uh, Brian's battery pack died when we were so we were supposed to end for whom the bell tolls and let the last note ring out, and right there his fucking thing died. And so we're, we're we me I was just fucking around on the cymbals and we're just making noise and Alex is running up to David's guitar and just tapping out and shit, and we held it out for like a good 30, 45 seconds until this motherfucker could find a cable in his bag and Micah like plug in his guitar, <laughs> and then we went right into Master of Puppets, dude. That's, it was it was fucking sick and the crowd was like super into it. That was, that's great, dude. What about you, bitch? I asked you first. Oh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I look. We've had like five. I would say like. Between three and five, like, really, really good gigs. And, <laughs> let's see. I mean, I know, 
I thought that last year's Kryptonite had been really good, but then like I saw some footage that Pix showed me, and yeah, it wasn't that good. Oh. <laughs> I, Grant, the thing that I don't now remember last year's Kryptonite. Ah, you know, was I remember being on, I remember getting on stage. Right, that's it. Do you know what was badass though? The 420 Festival last year. That shit was fun, dude. Look, even brutality was is like one of my top fives. It, it wasn't oh, like oh man. my god, like on, but it was like it was a good amount of people. Like Our fuck, I got my set. earrings knocked out when I was doing while I was playing. Oh, uh, wow. by this guy. It was, I mean this uh Mike from Born Beneath was on the sh- was on the uh, in the pit and there's a picture. Yeah, the yeah. picture and it's actually it's funny because it's not Mike punching me in that picture. It's the guy that's behind me, behind him or whatever. He's like a, like on my other side, but you can't see him, so it looks like it's Mike. Anyway. Um, brutality Man, our set of brutality was garbage This kryptonite mm. <laughs> This kryptonite made it to the list This kryptonite uh, The 420 fest for sure Last year? Our, I hope one. they're doing it again Yeah, we, I told I, to, I, I was, I I was with Oski and I was with Pix And I was like, but we have, we have to do this Like, It was awesome. sick It was so sick and they do the Winwood one, and they don't want to put any fucking metal bands well, on it. Well, the Winwood, what Winwood? Oh yeah, the four twenty. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's a yeah. different thing. So but like, I'm saying, I'd rather so have we my have own metal. Exactly. That's why I'm, we need to have yeah, the fucking yeah, festival. Fine. We'll do it. It's gonna be great. I'm, I'm very excited. So you, if you can narrow it down to colossal two of them, metal to two festival, of them. was also. Badass. I never got an There's invite. Footage for that. on, bro, from the the our, our video for Shipwreck that we have, which is like just a like playing live, like yeah. that's. A lot of that. No, I saw the poster there. for it in your house. I was like, "What the fuck? We it were playing around this time. There must have been something, dude. You must have been like out of state or some shit, Brian. Because that shit was badass, that shit. dude. It Maybe was we were just bad I don't know. Ass, dude. It, was it looks badass. Awesome. One more. Yeah, it always, it's always Brian's fault for sure. Uh, <laughs> so I would say those are probably like my top shows. That's awesome. Man. Probably. I, I mean, that I, I can't remember that many top shows. I mean, every every show I play at O'Malley's is always fun, dude. Because loading fun. up is a breeze, and Jeff is an amazing sound guy, so we always sound on fucking point. I mean, we've had some shows way back in the day that were also a lot of fun. I just don't think I can remember them. We drank a lot. Can't remember all of our gigs. So the counter to that question is, what's been the worst gig you've ever played? And I've already answered what's this worse? on the first episode, so don't ask me. What's worse? Like, worse as in like just in you aspect? weren't feeling it or it, things didn't go right, <laughs> you know. And that th- this this could lead into my next question, but we're gonna. What do you think was your worst gig? I don't or, know about the opinion. worst. The worst, but like I tell you, one of the worst is, um, this one. Is <laughs> that so at the end we end up just having fun anyway? But yeah, probably that anonymous one that nobody should that we were. Um, I mean those two anonymous ones that right, right. we they put on the one with the touring band and the one that literally there was no one there, whatever. Uh, we played anyway. I don't know, fuck. Uh, and we got some sick pictures out of it. So yeah. Fuck um, it. and then that would categorize those into like one, you know, just big shit. Yeah. Uh, ball. Nice fucking um, shit. Ball. After that, there's one that we did in this place in Hollywood. Down like around downtown Hollywood or something. Um, it Remember was, like, what it's called? I like downtown Hollywood. No, but it, I don't think no, it's not around anymore. But it was a kind of like a venue. It was well, it wasn't it even have a name. It was a multi-purpose space, right? And it had a stage and it had like a space for the stage, which would have been awesome for shows. And it had like a like the whole side w- uh, wall was like a big window, so people walking could see and hear oh. a little bit. So it, was, it was like facing the street. It was dope. That's sick. Yeah. And then they had like a little room in front of it, you know, like when the main entrance where like whatever. 
the event that we played was like some art event, lo support local art, whatever. So, you know, you had like artists like painting and selling their stuff and, you know, musicians and kids and stuff singing and performing. Was it like a downtown Hollywood like art festival or some shit? Yeah, it was just like a little, like a small art event in that one venue. Oh, okay. You know? Oh, uh, in, that, in the venue. Okay. Yeah. So they had you guys on? And we, we were one of the people performing. Interesting. And For kids, huh? Just scare them? Well, there was some kids. There was a couple of kids in there at some point. You know, I mean, I was a kid performing, I think, earlier. I don't know. We went out a little later, obviously. And I, I, there was no one. There was like some chick came, some lady. Something. She was an older lady. Standard, she stood and watched us for a bit. She was she really left. into it, huh? Not really into it. She left. <laughs> but that was probably one of the worst ones just because it was like, why are we here? Right. You know? and I've, a lot of I've times, had those you know, Yeah, a lot of times you're just being nice to people, you know, and... Um, either repaying favors or like you know like uh, like that show like the guy had helped us out with like to practice at that place and stuff so you know yeah we'll play plus I mean whatever exposure right well no of course I you mean know. you play and we get better because we played a show yeah no that that's you know, the one thing experience exposure yeah. all Always. of it combined dude it's all it all contributes yeah. to you getting better as a fucking performer Sorry. but that leads into your just fucking what's your nuttiest craziest on stage moment on stage I'm not that crazy, bro. <laughs> nah, dude. I've I mean, seen I mean, the way I, you perform, dude. Know, you hit the bro. toilet, the toilet squat. Oh yeah, bro. That, yeah, because that's the only way I can like keep my back up. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts my lower back, man. Uh, Come on, you've had some. Nah, my lower back doesn't. So like, I have a fucked up lower back. I have two herniated discs. Have you ever had like pyrotechnics go off on you or something? No, but what does <laughs> pyrotechnics work? What's the? Oh, oh, well, I guess the worst. Well, I don't know. I mean, the, one of the funniest things happened. We were playing in Cape Coral with Seven Sins and um, Escape and the Funeral for a Clown. Funeral and for a Clown. Yeah, they, it's an interesting they're name. cool. They're, yeah, the keyboardist was hot. But was hot. Yeah, like she a was, chick. Yeah, she was. Uh, interesting. Anyway, like we actually, I don't want to get into. Sure, sure, no. I mean, sure there's a lot of performers and bands that are keyboardists that are very hot in yeah. local bands. And Vince I don't wanna, is pretty, it's pretty you know, hot. Yeah, yeah, like Vince, Vince you know, Vince is a guy. high dude, you know. Yeah. But there's another, this is this is one girl, but I'm not gonna <laughs> get into. I know what you're talking about. No, I think. Anyway, so. We'll yeah, see. Vince, dude, with his fucking hair, right? Vince, with when he had long <laughs> hair, that's all it was. You caught me. You caught me. Okay. Um, shit, so you really don't have a crazy onset? You don't climb the rafters like no, any better? No, I mean, not yet. Like, you know bro? what, dude? The kryptonite, I should have fucking jumped on, stay, uh, on the crowd, and I'm sure people would have caught me. Like, it was, I, I think there was enough Dude, people. I bet that I would not have caught you, because I'm, I'm a bitch, dude. <laughs> Why? Is so mean. Uh, no, dude, I'm just... I mean, I wouldn't have, like, I would have, like, kind of, like, just, like... Thrusted myself on there, like uh, yeah, no, yeah. I man, like just like kind of like slightly fall over on the crowd, cause I mean you know you got the speakers there in the front, and like D uh, Danny from McCrony was there, he would have caught me. Actually, I tried to get. There's a part if you see the video from Crypto, there's a part that I pushed Andy, like I'm, I'm like, and then I just push him, cause I really wanted him to like fall into the crowd and people to carry him, but then like Danny caught him, he was like, oh, get him, I'm like, no, what the fuck? <laughs> I tried to push him again, but that didn't. Jesus. Hey man, we all that sounds pretty crazy to me. I never try to push any one of my colleagues off stage. Colleagues, the fuck is wrong with me? I mean, yeah. I guess the yes, we are band colleagues. Uh, oh, we're dignified. But sorry, Cape Coral. I fell on Joe's drum set. That was like the funniest thing. Oh, I dude, have a story Charles about that day. Fell on Joe's drum set at Krypton. Oh, I didn't even dude. see that, dude. I didn't even he see that. He totally fell on uh, Joe's drum set, dude. He ate shit, dude. I felt terrible. Bro. 
that was, it was fucked up. But uh, no, did I ever tell, tell you the Cape Coral story? No, 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 no. Oh man, tell the bro, people. How long we have we been? No, doing we, this? we're Gucci, bro. How yeah. much time we have we done? Come on, producer. We can Already? keep going for as long Damn. as we want, dude. I don't care. <laughs> I can talk Joe for Rogan days, three bro. hours, bro. I don't give a fuck. Um, as long as Malik's willing to host us. Hey, you know. Malik. So, so Cape Coral, bro. We drive to Cape Coral. We're first out of time gig. You know, we rented a minivan. Nice. To put all our stuff there. It was a great man. It was like a red Honda Odyssey or something. I don't know. It was dope. Awesome. Nothing beats the... the Mom van. take a Tahoe or something or... Uh, suburban. We took a Suburban, I think, last fuck time. Fuck yeah, too. dude. To Suburbans are badass, bro. We like Charles hooked it up. They, we got lucky because the car they didn't have the car that we rented, so they're like, "We don't let you get." But this is usually this is only reserved for like actual like because he worked at the airport, you know. And he's like for like you know people that pay money to like fly here and shit, whatever. It was really nice. Awesome. Anyway, so we go to Cape Coral. We show up there. You know, we drive for a couple hours. I've been driving for like four hours because I was. Picking everybody up, you know. I don't even know where the fuck Cape Coral is. It's in, uh, after Fort Myers West, so oh, we just okay, take uh, okay, seventy five okay. past the Everglades. Gotcha. And it's like what now, forty five minutes or half an hour after. We're Fort gonna Myers. be in Fort Myers on the twenty fourth. Catch us out in Fort Myers, March twenty fourth. Right, oh, we're gonna be there on May. Anyway, so we get there, whatever. Sun setting already. You know what? Um, do you know what a uh, critical mass is? Is that a band? No, it's a, it's a movement or whatever. <laughs> in Miami, it's like a thing where like, they have it in different cities in the country where like a certain, I think it's like the last Friday of the month, they, it's a, like hundreds and thousands of people get on their bikes and like take a route from like one place to the other. Fucks everything up. You're trying to get home on a Friday night and like you can't because they have, the, there's so many of them. There's thousands of them. And I used to live in the route, like on the route and I could not get to my house one day. It took me thirty. I was in the court, like I was here, bro, and like my court, my house was my house was like two house, like two houses down, and I it's in one like this is the only way to get there was through that street, and I was stuck for thirty minutes in my truck waiting, so that I could go home, for two two houses away. But what what was passing a train? Bikes, a bunch of people on bicycles. Oh, what right? the fuck? So that's critical mass. So we get we get to Cape Coral. And it seems like there's some similar thing going on. It's like we see a bunch of like people on their bicycles with like neon lights on them and stuff like oh, whack like like party. Those you know. are the fucking worst type of person. So, but there was a, it was a range of people like old people and young people. You know, right? They were and then we pull up to the parking lot and they're all there. It seems like a lot of them parked there. You know, and. Bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's the producer's phone. That's so funny. Um. That's so rude of you, producer. What was Sorry, what was no, 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 dude. So you were talking. Oh, about... Oh, the bicycle. So right. we get there and then we see they're all in the parking lot, right? Like obviously a bunch of them parked there. So you know, I'm trying to get there. I'm being real nice, you know, being real slow, very careful. I'm just driving like at two miles an hour. I try to pull into the parking lot, you know, and then like the parking lot. You, know, you got cars, the big parking lot. You got cars, you know, blah blah. blah. I'm driving. I'm driving. There's people like crossing in front of me with their walking their bicycles to their car and with their helmets and their fucking neon lights and shit and I'm just okay I just want to park I've been driving for a while you know I'm on my way so there's a guy who just stops right in the middle in between the cars on the street in the parking lot he just stops there and he's just on his phone this older guy you know he's probably like in his 50s or 40s whatever he's there on his phone blah, blah 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 and I'm just like and I stop you know and I, I probably gave him like 5 seconds like good, a good solid a good 5 seconds solid 5 seconds fucking in the middle of the of the drive, man. Right. Like, come on. 
And I, I, I look, and I'm like, I got so angry, and I just, like, swerved around him, you know, like, whatever. And then some guy, I guess, that I got close to, he was like, oh, what the fuck, man? And I was like, what? And I stopped the car. But then I had a moment of zen. I'm like, maybe park first, because there was a spot, you know, I don't want to park. Fucking pull up, bro. And we had the windows in the back down, and uh, Charles and Joe were in the back. Oh, shit. And then, uh-huh. so these are, these are all, like, very, like, very, you know, this is all just a bunch of white people, dude. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> And the guy who yelled it out was, like, some, like, 20-something-year-old dude or 30-something-year-old dude that was, like, super, like, I don't know, bro, just, a, like, you're very stereotypical, like, suburban white guy, you know? And I get out of the car. I'm pissed, bro. Like, I'm like, I'm like, it's going down, bro. And, like, the guys are like, oh, my oh, God. Shit. So we all get down. And then I see this guy. He's like, like he comes up to the to the minivan. As I get down. And then I'm just like, like, I get, like, a breath. You know, like, you just deep breath. And then the guy's like, oh, man, I'm sorry, bro. I wanted to come up to you and apologize, you know. And I'm just like, oh, what? Adrenaline <laughs> dump, bro. I was ready to cock you right now. <laughs> bro, I wanted to tell him, like, bro, I have no idea. He's like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. You know, like, we're in the way, whatever. And I was like, oh, all right, man. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to be a dick, but that guy wouldn't fucking move. He's like, yeah, you know, we're all just trying, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, bro, thanks. And that was a story about how we almost got into a fight with some fucking assholes in Cape Coral who don't know how to get out of my fucking way. I should have just ran his ass over and let it, like, be known. Like, hey. That's bad. That's that's mean. That was fun, man. I was like, ah. You know, and I and I could have taken him. You know, I'm a little small guy, but I. I oh, you're already sure could, sizing him up out you know? the whip. Yeah, right? and like, like I'm sure, like I, I mean, maybe he knows like some judo or something. I don't know. You but, never know who knows judo know, these maybe days. Maybe he's though. caring too. You know, whatever. But that would be some pussy shit. Pulling so if it was like a big dude, where you just be like, uh, well, I got I got three other guys with me, bro. And did you see? Have you seen Lou Charles? Doesn't count. No. <laughs> Charles was big as fuck. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, and, and Joe, I'm sure Joe can get down. You know, just nah, dude. No, of course, man. If you had me there, you would have had still four dudes with you. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that was whatever. But then that was the day that I fell on Joe's drums and he was so pissed. Word? Yeah. You <laughs> felt, like, it was on stage? Yeah. Like, he hate, like I mean, what I, and I got, I, that's the day I broke my one of my favorite shirts. Because, like, my chains. Yeah. Did you fuck up his, his drum set at all? No, no. Like, his toms, the way he set up his toms, you know, on the rack, like, they just fell on him. And was, right, right. He just pushed him back. My chain got caught in his shit. Like, I ripped off. Damn. That's okay. That's fun. Well, part man. of it. Yeah, it made for a fun video, I guess. And um, speaking of uh, just playing on stage, um, so we're going to get a little deep, man. Going to get a little into these, these murky waters right <laughs> okay. now, man. Going to get deep. I mean, what do you enjoy the most about playing music or being in a band in general? You personally. What do I enjoy? enjoy about being in a band? I mean. Or playing music. Being on stage. You know, that moment when you're. I mean, you know, ideally you would be in a, like, I would be in a, in a band with like, you know, really good friends and like, you know, like, like, you know, like, like brothers type of thing, you know, like, ideally, but that's just like, I don't know, fucking Hanson and shit, you know, like, um, <laughs> But what I like about playing, you know, I mean, I, you know, they're my fucking bandmates, bro. Like, that's a different type of friendship, you know. Um, but it's performing, dude. Like, I get off on performing, whether it's music, whether it's whatever. Like, I love entertaining people, and whether it's making them laugh, making them feel, they're making me feel something. I want them to feel what I feel. Bro. That's essentially what it comes down to, you know. I want other people to feel what I feel, 
and I feel like writing is not enough. <laughs> so <laughs> you know? I, I feel that's that's uh, an interesting way to put it. Um, but I feel like from the songs that I've heard off the EP, I feel that doesn't come through in your lyrics. Is there any particular reason that you don't? Well, they're not all my lyrics. Right. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, well, okay. Well, actually, but I mean, like, why they're not more personal? That, that will get mean? back into something you mentioned earlier because I mean, essentially, what the songs come, those four songs in particular, come down to is fighting, right? And fighting can be interpreted in any many different ways. So I mean, tomorrow's not for us. We have is a Viking fight, you know, but that stems from like betrayal and whatever, you know. But it's a fight. It's a it's a type of fight, you know. It's not necessarily a physical fight, but it's also an internal fight, just like shipwreck. Shipwreck. You're fighting to get out of. You know some shit that you got into, you know, and so in summoning, you know, you're fighting beasts and stuff. It's all that's supposed to be like our constant internal fight because I feel like we're all just fighting with something inside all the time. Like I don't think anybody's just like inside of ourselves. Yeah, you know, I mean, or maybe not, but maybe that's just me. But that's that's me. No, you know? I agree. So that's dude. how it comes out. I don't like to be so direct as to what I, you know, what I write in my music because I feel like the you can leave space for vagueness so that people can interpret how there's your stuff however they feel you know so it's more um, relatable you know i mean it's more relatable to the audience how you know but it's still it, it, anything i feel like anything any type of art any type of <clears throat> performance any type of writing you know all that stuff can be interpreted however not just necessarily how the author intended it i mean we're all different we all have we all experience life differently and you know your experience are differently so it would be i think it would be a little selfish too limit what people see my music as so i mean if to you like tomorrow's not for us is literally just about vikings and doing viking shit that's fucking great that's okay. badass you know that's brutal i don't care if you think tomorrow's not for us is about two guys fucking i mean that's a little far-fetched <laughs> but sure whatever yeah. tickles your pick i mean there's some there can be some outrageous stuff right, right, right. Right, if you can course. tell me if you can come up to me and tell me dude i think this is what you mean because this isn't this and this it makes sense like bro that's awesome I would be stoked that someone took the time to sit there and listen to my song that many times and, like, sit there and try and come up with their own interpretation of it. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I haven't had anybody do that. Well, how do you you see that as a drummer? Like, how do you... What do you feel when people tell you? Because I mean, do you write like do you do you write lyrics and do you write like I've never music written lyrics that I've presented just... to the band. Okay, but I have written lyrics like in my spare time, but they're very personal. Right. Uh, it's not. I can't write stories or narratives or anything. So uh, I have that whole thing where I guess I kind of want people to feel the same way I feel, but not in the way I perform. I can't really express that through drums. Right. Not yet. I'm sure there's people that can, like it's jazz players easy. and shit, like savages. Right. Uh, but it's a lot easier, I feel like, on instruments like guitars where they're melodic or, yeah. you know, or with your voice. So, I don't know. I've just never come up to the band with anything because we've they, the, the band is so established before I joined it that they have a lot of material, True. like, demoed out and, and tabbed out and ready to go. We haven't really gotten to the point where I've started uh, writing material fresh with the band yet. It's all the material that's been kind of written already, and they'll let me tweak it and make it mine. But it's like we have a whole album that's like demoed out and that I've learned you know, more than half of at the moment. So I haven't really gotten a chance to experiment with writing lyrics or anything like that Right. at the time. I mean, I suck at guitar. I tried picking up guitar. <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, it's just not my thing. Hey, practice, bro. I don't know. So, I mean, you're a fan of music, right? Obviously. Ish. Ish? I like music, but I'm not like, I'm not well versed in like, I'm not... Like just like with movies and all that stuff, I'm I watch stuff. Like I, yeah, I can hear a song a thousand times and not know who it is and not necessarily really like be 
go into get into it enough to be like okay let me go look these people up you know like i'll find out eventually you know right like a song that i've been listening to all my life i don't sometimes i don't know even know who they're by you know so that's crazy but i don't think that's necessary i mean if you know it but no. anyway that's, no, well i wanted to ask yeah. that because uh i mean have there been any albums that you've heard um, that have had a profound effect on you or the way that you see the world or just things in your life? Uh, I when the first told time you we were going deep. The, the first time I listened to Dark Side of the Moon with my friend Justin. Dude, me was, too. That album. That, dude, that specific man. fucking album changed the way that, that, that I see the world, That was definitely an experience. experience. Yeah, bro. Like, and it just, was a song time for me. That, yeah, that shit freaks you out, man. You know? Really but like, I really had to... Like, I sat down, I listened, bro, and I felt everything. I heard all the lyrics and it was... It was. I think I that was a moment. That, I felt like, it in my chest. Yeah, man, man. you know. But before that, um, <laughs> in ninth grade, when I listened to uh, "Sad but True" from one of the performances on the live shit, uh, "Binge and Purge" um, from nineteen ninety three, I think, or ninety one, in a CD in my parents' minivan. Okay. Um, because I was angry because me and this girl broke up, and then I listened to it. Like I, I had heard it before. I didn't know what it was or whatever. My stepdad's always been into metal. Um, but then I heard it and like I heard the crowd and like, you know, like the part the part where after the intro where they're just like and they stop and the whole crowd is like yeah, bro, that shit just like, like it was like a push through, I don't know man, like I it flipped turned upside down. All right, Will Smith. You know, Fresh yeah. Prince over here. Nah, but uh, I, I feel you, man. And but that was life-changing, dude. That was great. Yeah. And ever since. I mean, that that moment, I mean, um, I've had that with a, a lot of songs about bitches or whatever. But uh, the Dark Side of the Moon specifically, man. And my favorite song by Pink Floyd is Us and Them. Like, I just, that song is... That's just me. That's just me, man. Yeah, yeah. No, that's just I just, me. I never thought about, about that's the That's just sorry. me, man. It, it, I mean, my, my grandfather played the saxophone. Nice. Uh, and just the sax in that song. Oh, and, and the piano, man. This, this is actually funny. Um, it's um, I got suspended in the 10th grade for uh, for possession of marijuana. And, dude, it was, it was don't fucking make that face. It was 0. .3 grams, dude. No, like, like that, I'm just like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, so, it's so funny. It's so dumb. But, uh, <laughs> so I did. I got, and that was my first time I ever got suspended. I didn't get suspended ever until I was 15. And so my mom was like, no, you ain't staying at home. You're going to alternative school. Whatever, oh, jeez. For the 10 days. It's so alternative school. I had, they send you to, like, a different school, and you sit in a portable all day, literally. That's literally what attention. it is. Instead of sitting at home like and get to play. Or something. No, nothing. But why do they just do that instead? Like, that seems ridiculous. Um, well, my mom choice. didn't want me at, at home because I right. fucked up. You know what I mean? I mean so, right. I guess. As whatever. far as punishment. Right? Whatever. <laughs> Fuck you. And um, I would have to take the bus because it was far as shit from, from where I was. It wasn't my regular school. It was out of the city. It was, I, I lived in, in fucking by the Hard Rock, and it was in Miramar. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. Um, and I had to take the bus at, like, 6 in the morning. And when I got on the bus, I was like the first one. The bus was empty, and it had like a iPod, and I would listen to Dark Side of the Moon like every morning for those ten days, and just specifically us and them, dude. I don't know. It was like, man, it was so cool. It's on the bus alone. It's dark as shit. It's like six in the morning. You're tired. I don't know. And you're going to this place that you know is just straight garbage. I don't know, man. It's I just it resonated with me in a heavy way. Is there any other music that's been like that other than the two that you mentioned? I could go on for days about the Strokes and uh, I mean Beatles. 
there's I mean there's stuff from my childhood that I think just I mean I think it's really just nostalgic stuff I don't, I don't really think it changed anything I think those were my two biggest moments in music was that because um, everything else just kind of snowballed after that you know like it introduced me to completely different worlds That's, I, I think Metallica first introduced me just like to that side of music you know and then when I heard Pink Floyd I, I feel like that was more like in perspective wise you know in, in all it altered my perspective to an extent you know that's um, sick man that's crazy that's like you know, literally the exact same album dude where it just like it clicked man it's beautiful it's like it's just parts album, and i just bro. like everything about this part in particular are just it's just perfect everything you know yeah. and, and what i hate lyrically like is that people like kind of downplay that album because it's so cliche to like that album but it's fun. Well, it's a great but there's a reason why album. obviously right it's great. Like, what is your favorite Pink Floyd album? Is it Dark Side of the Moon? Well, I've not honestly. I I've hate never really. People. Like, I heard, I heard. I've listened to uh to the Wall. Uh huh. I mean, who? I mean, whatever. It's crazy. Whatever, you know, but in not in its entirety, but like, it's just it's a different type of. What about Animals or yeah. um, Wish You Were Here? Again, I'm not. Oh well, not album wise, but I mean, it's like. No, the album. I don't know man. What... So you haven't heard Shine on Your Crazy Diamond. I've heard the song. That album. I mean, both parts. I, you probably, know, I, it's more. Well, that one in particular, I feel like it's more, it's got a lot more like the gospel aspect of it. Like the, yeah. You know, and like, well, that's cool. It's not really, I don't know, man. I, I mean, you know, uh, the song, um, Wish You Were Here, obviously. Is, it's a know, But song. I've heard it a bunch of times and I, you know. Yeah. But, I, like, I don't like the song Cashmere by Led Zeppelin just because I've heard it so many goddamn times. And it's a sick song. It's a cool song. Sure, but I just oh man, that riff is da na na da na na da na na. Like you, all right, I'm over it. You know and what so I mean? So correlate that with um, Golden Eye with the the game. With the, oh, the oh yeah, kind of right. Right, like kind of. Like I know what you're anyway. saying. Yeah. No, but <laughs> th- th- this is the question that all the people really want to know, Ralph. What music you work out to, man? <laughs> <laughs> what you work you're out a funny to, guy, man? bro. When. I think I forgot when, who asked me to ask. When I work, no, someone asked me to ask that. But well, the problem with that question is that I'm not working out currently. So technically, <laughs> my workouts are either at work when I'm working, uh-huh. um, which could be anything, whatever people feel like putting on. So like most of the time, like my coworkers are listening to like reggaeton and boo, uh, yeah, and whatever. <laughs> uh, but uh, <coughs> when I when I went to the gym, dude, like I. Music wasn't like it was mainly to just keep me distracted. Like, and I used to mainly for cardio. Um, when I would li- when I would when I would lift, lift, <laughs> you know. Do you even lift, bro? Uh, barely. <laughs> um, I would listen to like Behemoth. Heavy shit. You know, huh? like yeah. like I just wanted noise, bro. I just yeah. wanted like, <clears throat> you know. Yeah, behemoth is definitely obviously. I can't work out to Dark Side of the Moon. That's just not gonna happen. No, you who know? will? But like Dude, also like cardio energy, like Megadeth. I love doing cardio to Megadeth. You know, um, I don't know. I had like a thousand songs in my iPod, so I would just like, like I would just sit there. Oh, dude, that's next, the next, worst. Next, 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 and then all right. Using this machine, you know. yeah, bro. All right, find a song, dude. <laughs> well, that usually wasn't. Packed, <laughs> Nobody was waiting for me, but I would be with my friends too. So you know, and when I would work out, actually, I would work out the majority of the time that I was actually going to the gym was with my friends down in Miami. So that was so much fun, you know, because like, we were just there talking shit, working out. It's great, you know. And then it doesn't really, and then they help you. Like they were actually like encouraged me to be. 
better, you know? Like, yeah. fucking, come on, man, you can do it, whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's sometimes what you need, bro, just have a little push. Exactly, and it, was, and it was fun, man, but then, you know, life happens, and you can't keep doing the same things all the time, but... If I get back into that, that would be great, you know. Well, but. definitely get a playlist ready. And I think on that note, man, we're going to end it. Um, I really appreciate you joining yeah, me man, here no on can the I, throne. Can I, can I plug Episode, my shit No, I was just about to oh, ask yeah, you to plug you, your bro. shit. So please, uh, plug yourself so, and all your So stuff. you can find my band, Eros1, I'm going to spell it out, I-R-R-A apostrophe S, O-N-E, you know, one, yeah. Eros1. Uh, we are on, obviously, on Facebook. And you can, if you just Google us, you'll find us. Uh... We're dropping amazing videos soon. <laughs> um, Definitely like be on the lookout for that music video. Yeah, man. Uh, you know he's going to be in it. JC's going to be I'm in gonna it. I'm going to be in it. He looks pretty badass in the parts that he is in it. Am I really? He looks Looking pretty badass. badass. Yeah. Right. And, uh, I'll, I'll and believe you. I don't Alex looks like a fucking great. homeless man that's uh, ready to pipe you to death. Dead it. And by pipe, I don't mean his gonna, dick. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I, I did. <laughs> like that's kind of what it looks like anyway um you know your nation all that stuff uh thank you and you know no, uh your bands and sure you don't got anything all your people, your, your ep uh, man my ep eros one uh breaking out uh for little songs uh, you can find it on line on the line at uh all that stuff and on the line. um you know you can follow me on twitch metal red three all lowercase uh, and the number three at the end and uh uh you know just come talk some shit to me i guess and that's Thank you for being on the show, Ralph. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Ralph. All right. And uh, tune in next week where I'll be interviewing somebody else. Peace.
Make sure I'll be scoring you, yeah.